from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I am Father Roshan Lloyd D'Souza. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contributions from two donors. The first is an anonymous donor from Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, in memory of deceased family members and in gratitude to all involved with the daily TV Mass. The second are Bridget, Tom, Sandy, and Jason from Scarborough, Ontario, in memory of Jacob Tevor Connell and for the intentions of the family. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. My brothers and sisters, as we thank God for the gift of this day and gift of life to each one of us, we are called to practice the commandment of love, to love God and our neighbor. There are times we have failed to practice this commandment. And as we enter into this banquet, let us seek God's mercy for all our failures. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for all of us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who founded all commands of your sacred law upon love of you and our neighbor, grant that by keeping your precepts we may merit to attain eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Galatians. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another gospel, but there are some who are confusing you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should proclaim to you a gospel contrary to what we have proclaimed to you, let that one be accursed. As we have said before, so now I repeat, if anyone proclaims to you a gospel contrary to what you received, let that one be accursed. Am I now seeking human approval or God's approval? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still pleasing people, I would not be a servant of Christ. For I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel that was proclaimed by me is not of human origin. For I did not receive it from a human source, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. The word of the Lord. Thanks. 
The Lord be with you. And with your Your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. A lawyer stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, what is written in the law? What do you read there? The lawyer answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said to him, You have given the right answer. Do this and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, the lawyer asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers who stripped him, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. Now, by chance, a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, while traveling, came near him. And when he saw him, he was moved with pity. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, having poured oil and wine on them. Then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day, the Samaritan took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said, Take care of him, and when I come back, I will repay you whatever more you spend. Jesus asked, Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The lawyer said, The one who showed him mercy. Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Lord Jesus Jesus Christ. My brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, the phrase Good Samaritan may be familiar to many of us. I even hear it used in the news quite often. Someone helps a distressed person and the rescuer is called a Good Samaritan. But what is the message of Jesus' story of the Good Samaritan? My guess is that most of us would say, well, it's about being a really nice person. While there is a grain of truth in that. Our faith is about believing in God and in doing what he has shown us to do. And the core of our faith is in truth about love. Loving God and loving one another are the two most important commandments of the law, which the Lord Jesus mentioned to the teacher of the law who asked him what is the most important commandment of the law. In the gospel parable today, served as a reminder at the time of the Lord Jesus, 
in a community which was bitterly divided among themselves and with their neighbors, that is, between the Jewish people, descendants of those Israelites, especially of the southern kingdom of Judah, who returned from the exile in Babylon, and the Samaritans, who were descended from the people of the northern kingdom of Israel, who intermarried with some of the local people of Canaan. The two people were bitterly divided among themselves and accused each other of not having the faith in the one Lord in whom they each believed in their own ways. In another occasion in the Gospels, when the Lord spoke with a Samaritan woman by the well of Jacob in Samaria, the Samaritan woman explained clearly what divided and made the Jews and the Samaritans, that is, their differing views on how they ought to believe in God and on where they should worship God, a prejudice and bias that lasted hundreds of years. That was why they were so much against each other and refused to listen to reason in their dealings with one another. In fact, it was so bad that the Samaritans would not have anything to do with a Jew, and likewise, a Jew would also ignore and not have anything to do with the Samaritan. The Samaritan woman was genuinely surprised when she was greeted by Lord Jesus, as it was not something which was common or acceptable at the time. Now, the Lord Jesus used the example of the Good Samaritan in order to break down these barriers and unfortunate divisions that have kept the people of God separated and even bitter and angry against each other for so long, for so many years. God wanted his people to come together and overcome their differences and all the negative emotions and balances accumulated for those years and change them all with love. That is, after all, what God has made it clear as he revealed it to us through his own son. That is, love is the heart and the center of the law, which he has given to us through his very son. There is no more important commandment of God other than the first and foremost for us to love God with all of our strength and abilities. If we do not love God, then we cannot have faith in Him or have anything to do with Him. And then, if we love God, then we must also love our brothers and sisters in our midst. For if we love God, we must then also love our fellow human. Why is it that? That is because all of us have been created by God out of his great love for us, and not just a few among us, but for every single one of us. If God loves everyone, even to the greatest of sinners, then who are we to hate one another or to condemn those who we think are less worthy than us just because of their faults and sins to us. God wants us to abandon this mentality 
which the Jews and the Samaritans used to have for one another in their hatred and refusal to come together and love each other. Brothers and sisters, many of us have plenty of blame in this regard as well, in how we live our lives as Christians. How many of us have often been prejudiced against others? Let us all overcome our human prejudice, pride, and all other wicked behaviors within us that may turn away from sin and from all the wavered attitudes we have shown in life thus far. We could find multiple ways to apply this parable to our lives. Let me offer just one application for our lives today. That is, show mercy like the Samaritan. I do not mean that as some nice, tried expression. Few people would ever disagree with that. But it's deeper and harder than the world knows. God calls us to show compassion, mercy, when confronted with a need, even if it's an enemy of ours, even if it's someone we don't like, someone who annoys us, someone who doesn't deserve help. It may be as dramatic as a naked, bleeding, dying man lying on the road. It may be more mundane, such as showing mercy to my spouse or children, or a co-worker or fellow student. Even today, we may have opportunities to show compassion. Let's do it and pray for this grace. Amen. Let us unite our prayers to the Lord. We pray for the world, for the church, that we may love in the commandment that Jesus has set before us. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the sick and suffering in our society, in our community, and those we know, for their greater healing, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of those in the Daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, we pray that during this time of thanksgiving, we be grateful for all of our gifts and be willing to share our goods and talents with others. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We make these prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this bread to offer. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed, Blessed be God, God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this wine to offer. Fruit of the wine and work of human hands, it will become for us our spiritual drink. Blessed, Blessed be God, God forever.
Pray, my brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Heavenly Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all his holy church. Receive with favor, O Lord, we pray, the offerings of your people, that what they profess with devotion and faith may be theirs through these heavenly mysteries, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For in goodness you created man, and when he was justly condemned, in mercy you redeemed him through Christ our Lord. Through him the angels praise your majesty, dominions adore, and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exaltation. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in humble praise as we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving you thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when the supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, 
the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis our Pope, Thomas our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be called as to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by the divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer one another the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, Lord I am not worthy that you should enter into my room, but only say the word, 
and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Graciously raise up, O Lord, those you renew with this sacrament, that we may come to possess your redemption, both in mystery and in the manner of all life, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended. Let us go in the love of Christ. Thanks, thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass.